Hello and welcome to another episode of Seedling Sessions. Today we're speaking with Dr. Peter Barrett, Research and Development Director, Oxitech Solutions. Oxitech were actually the first uh, one of our members that we um, did the Seedling Sessions podcast with over a year ago. And since then, they've had an incredibly exciting year, which I'm looking forward to talking to Peter about now. Um, but uh, the, essentially, Arxitech is a company that uses advanced ozone technology to disinfect water um, and eliminating the need for aggressive chemicals. Um, on that note, though, Peter, I think it's probably a good time to hand over to you. And just for anyone who didn't listen to the very first Steedling session, which I think might be a lot of people, could you just tell us a little bit about Arxitech and how you're involved in the agricultural community? Of course. Yes, thanks for the introduction. Um, Oxitech, a small company founded, uh, getting on for five years ago now, um, five founder uh, founders and directors um, are still in the business today. Um, and we are, as you say, our focus is on in-situ chemical-free disinfection uh, using ozone. Um, and the background is for those who don't know much about ozone, um, they've usually heard of it and they've usually heard of the ozone layer, but ozone is a very powerful uh, disinfectant and oxidant. Uh, it's normally a gas at normal temperatures and pressures. Um, and conventionally over the last you know few decades, it's been generated as a gas. Um, Oxitec have basically generated a new technology for producing it by electrolysis and we are all we need to do that is low voltage electricity and a supply of relatively clean water so we electrolyze water and we convert some of the oxygen in the water into ozone which is then dissolved so we don't have to deal with ozone gas we've already got it dissolved in water and that is um a fantastic oxidant, a fantastic disinfectant, a green disinfectant, really, because ozone is oxygen by another name. And when it's done its job, any residual ozone converts back to oxygen. So um, all the customer needs to supply is some relatively clean water, mains water, borehole water, um, uh, that sort of thing, um, a single phase electrical supply. And then off we go. We hook it up and off startup for 10 has been in in dairy parlors which we've had quite a bit of success with yeah i was going to say because when we spoke or when you spoke to cassie uh, a year ago um you were the the initial thoughts were to go into dairy and i think quite soon after we spoke you had a um a, you know a two-page spread in farmers weekly covering the technology which was quite exciting and and then since then you've had what i would say was quite a long-term demonstration with a Norfolk Dairy um, Parlour. Yes, that's right. Yes, we were um, very lucky, I think, in many ways. Farmers Weekly latched onto us and uh, were delighted to sort of put together a, a two page spread um, back in April 2021 um, when our demonstration farm was probably um, about two years into its operation with the Oxitec disinfection system, um, where we basically replaced um, sodium hypochlorite in the clean in place line on a on a dairy farm parlour with about 250 cows. Um, and we also replaced the peracetic acid for the cluster flush. So, um, you know, basically giving the farmer a safer, cleaner, um, uh, low carbon footprint 
disinfection system um, moving moving the farm and and hopefully UK agriculture are closer to net zero. So yeah, they, the, the farmer's been a great advocate for us. The herdsman Andrew has become uh, a real spokesman for our technology, and it's on the back of that 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 really we we're where we are today with um, a host of prospects and and new sales in this area. As, yeah, I mean, obviously, obviously, sustainability and net zero is a, a big a big one for all of us. Um, but but there's also an animal welfare um, part to this as well, isn't there? Yes, there is. Um, very much so. I mean, our really our aim is to not just replace chemical disinfectants, you know, the old school chlorine, etc., but um, to make sure that it does as good, if not better, job in terms of keeping the levels of mastitis in a herd uh, to acceptable levels. Um, and we've certainly found that certainly the data has suggested that we've we've actually improved the situation with mastitis at our demonstration farm um which has been fantastic so you know we we tick a lot of boxes in terms of uh, the environment net zero animal welfare etc um yeah no no i mean exactly i think it's why it's such an exciting technology and and my understanding is that DEFRA have um, jumped on this a little bit. Do you want to tell us a bit about the work that you've been doing, the, the opportunities with DEFRA? Yes, that was a real pleasant surprise and uh, a bit of a bolt out of the blue. Um, but nevertheless, uh, DEFRA, um, well, they notified us that they were looking to include our technology in their farming and equipment technology fund. Um, and um, this was the, towards the end of last year, um, which gave farmers an opportunity to apply for a, a subsidy to purchase uh, our process. Um, it was quite a short window for, for applications. Um, we made it onto that list, by the way, along with a lot of other things. But um, those dairy farmers who were interested in our technology were able to apply uh, to, uh, well, to purchase at some point and install it um, and quite a few signed up um, others wanted to wait and see you know so our new technology you know we're looking for early adopters and and we've got those now so we've got some people signed up um, and we're in the throes of installing some systems now in fact they have to be installed by it was the end of September I believe it's been extended to the end of October 2022 now so yes Thank you, Defra. That's 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 very encouraging to to get that Defra seal of approval, and 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 sort of kind of moving on for that and a bit closer to home with AgriEpi. Um, I'm aware that you've you've got an Innovate UK funded project um, that you're doing in conjunction with ourselves and Harper Adams University. Yes, that's right. Um, fantastic, great partnership with the AgriEpi Centre, who we've been talking to from a long for a long time. Actually, um, it was really, I suppose, the encouragement of some of the individuals in the AgriEpi Centre uh, who led us uh, to really take the dairy sector m- most seriously right at the beginning of our our journey. Mm. Um, yeah, so. It, it, um, it's given rise the project um, which started about nine months ago um, is taking place at the Midlands Dairy Development Centre uh, which as you say is part of Harper Adams University so we've got some fantastic people involved there from both the Agri Epi Centre and from Harper Adams including animal behaviour experts 
um, uh, animal welfare experts. We've got veterinary involvement there as well. So a really good team, strong team. And the idea of the project is to incorporate our disinfection technology into robotic milking. So um, the demonstration system is just about to be installed. Um, the background to this is that most robots either use simply water for flushing the system mm-hmm. out in between milking um, or they use very basic chemical disinfection at most. Um, so we're expecting to provide, you know, an enhanced biosecurity office, uh, offer for uh, robotic milking. Um, and, and, of course, robotic milking is, 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 is very much on the increase. I mean, I think the, the global market size it's probably about a billion pounds now, and it's due to double um, by the late 2020s. So we, Oxitec, believe that we've got to be in it to win some of it. Yeah. And we've got some great interest from the robot manufacturers as, as well as the AgriEpicenter. And uh, yeah, no, it'll be really great to see how that project pans out. And, and I'm sure, I'm sure, we'll be looking to get you involved with the revamp of the Southwest Dairy Development Centre as well. well I hope um, so. So, so, so clearly, um, it's been a very successful um, uh, eighteen months plus working within the dairy sector, and dairy makes a lot of sense. Um, but my understanding is you're also starting to look at poultry, um, and actually even further afield than that for you, sort of agri tech and agricultural uses. Yes, there's no doubt we'd like to diversify our disinfection applications, um, like all new technology you've got to start somewhere um, and we saw the need and the opportunity in dairy parlours uh, and that's that's very much uh, where we are now but we've always thought that we'd like to move um, downstream into dairy processes and food processes um, and some of our new customers actually um, include those who operate not only a dairy parlour but also a cheese making uh, facility so we hope to be um, extending our reach into in, into food processing. Let's let's call it. Mm. But poultry has always been on the horizon, and uh, ozone is already proven as both a surface disinfectant and effective feed water additive for broiler farms. Um, dissolved ozone can be used for disinfecting the water lines between harvest bird harvests, and and then keeping um, endemic pathogens like Campylobacter under control. Um, you can do that by feeding the birds with very small quantities of ozone in the water that they drink. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's all about actually higher productivity is at the core of what we can achieve. And it's very pertinent to both dairy and poultry. Yeah. And, and, and of course, we, we've got our recently launched, although it's actually technically been around for, for a little bit longer, but quite recently launched Make Facility, which is our Marine Aquaculture Innovation Centre up in Scotland. <coughs> and, and I understand, yeah, that, that again, aquaculture, which makes a lot of sense as an area that you're considering as well. Yes, very much so. Um, very much so. We keep um, bumping into aquaculture. We've, we've actually done some early stage work um, at Sparsholt University and their Department of Aquaculture. Um, that's on freshwater. And then, of course, the whole uh, issue about uh, saltwater, seawater came up and we, we actually hadn't looked at our technology in seawater, but we've now done that. We show that it's shown that it's very effective. Um, and um, so, yes, we're hoping to take some of that early early stage work in sort of, sort of proof of concept work into uh, larger scale demonstrations as well in aquaculture. 
Well, that's very encouraging uh, that it works in salt water as well as that, because I know that there's often issues with technologies working between fresh water and salt water. Um, so that's that's very encouraging to hear. And so this is this is all primarily UK based, I assume. But um, you've also been branching out already out into the Middle East. We have, we have, uh, we've taken quite a big step there with our distributor. We have a, a distributor they're called Reza. Uh, they're a large diversified company across Saudi and the uh, the GCC, the Gulf Cooperation Council countries. Um, and um, yeah, their hygiene division actually was one of our first customers. Uh, they purchased a significant amount of equipment for trialing um, in the Middle East. Um, and they're now firmly focused on the dairy and food industry uh, to develop their first customers. And so keen, in fact, that they requested uh, an Oxitep team member to be permanently stationed in the Gulf. So we've actually sent our commercial manager, Richard Fraser, out there. He's now based in Dubai um, to support the sales effort um, of Reza in, uh, in the Middle East. So we're really excited about that. And, and actually, one of the one of the first great pieces of news regarding the prospects out there are that um, a very large dairy, I mean a mega dairy actually, this is a dairy that farms and walks ten thousand cows or more. Oh, wow. um, yeah, they've just um, trialed uh, technology against hydrogen peroxide, which they use um, for their disinfection. Um, and the results have been well better than hydrogen peroxide. Let's put it that way. So they're they're really interested, you know, get rid of their chemicals, improve their disinfection process, um, and help. You know, we'll, in that case, it's a, it's a Saudi company, but they they have a vision for net zero by twenty sixty. It yeah. might sound bizarre for a a country that who's made its fortunes out of oil, but um, they're moving away from that, of course. And, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot of people react like that, but actually our old CTO has moved over there and he's part of um, a lot of the work they're doing. And yeah, if you look at projects like the line and and the other projects around that, you can see that, yes, <laughs> uh, of all countries, they've woken up to kind of a, a post-oil reality. And it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see. It means there's a lot of innovation happening. So, so it's exciting. Yes. Um, so looking forward to the future, I mean, obviously there's a lot of exciting stuff and I mean, uh, it's kind of incredible to see where, how far you've come in just a year. Um, what, what, are what are things looking like? Um, I understand that you're potentially looking to do another big raise, um, to help with growth. Yes, we are. Um, uh, you asked at the, at the beginning about Oxitech. I mean, we, we raised uh, funds in the first place, you know, Four years ago, or something thereabouts, to um, amongst some angel investors, our shareholders, um, they've supported us throughout. Um, we're looking for um, a, a sort of midterm raise to allow us to uh, to take on actually some new people. Um, I think honestly, the time for growth is now. Um, spiraling energy and chemical prices are cutting into farmers' margins, food food producers' margins. Um, so you know, increasing productivity and paving the way to net zero is what a lot of, uh, I think, people are looking for and investors are excited about. So, yes, we are. We're turning, returning to our existing investors. We're looking at some new interested parties to raise some additional funds to expand our sales and technical team uh, in advance of hopefully an IPO in the next year or so. Um, I can't tell you how excited 
the team is. Um, I, I bet. So, so you're, you're considering an IPO in the next sort of 12 to 18 months? That is our ambition. That was our ambition, actually, when we started the company. And um, it remains the case. I mean, you can, um, you know, never, you know, well, we, we, that that is our plan. And we've said, you know, maybe a year from now, you know, it could be more than that. But yes, definitely looking to uh, to launch ourselves onto the stock market. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's uh, obviously been a lot of work gone in and uh, and a very successful commercial launch. And obviously, you know, and now and now a kind of a, a really, really aggressive growth stage as well. I mean, so to circle up, you know, to go a little bit deep on that, for the people who are listening to this, and obviously we're working with you as an organisation, but um, who 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 would be good to hear from in terms of potential partnerships, obviously investors, um, but also you know anything else that might be um, helpful for this kind of stage of growth that you're at? That's a really good question, actually. I'm glad you asked it. Um, yes, we're very much obviously we're still small, and um, although we want to grow, um, you know, we can only grow at a certain rate, and we can only take on so many people ourselves. We've always known that we can't do it all ourselves, um, and that we need partners. You know, our backgrounds aren't necessarily in in agriculture or, or food, food, or so we've. Our aim was always to build up a network of distributors. So um, people who are listening to this, we're very interested. We're already working, obviously, with people who install service, uh, you know, look after milk parlor equipment. So we're finding, um, uh, you know, let's say distributors might be not the right word, but champions for or partners with, um, you know, those sort of companies. Um cooperatives who are looking to serve their regions their farmers with the best available technologies so that's very much where we see ourselves is expanding that network um here and abroad but i mean the the focus is here at the moment and and in the middle east we can't do everything all at once um and partners will allow us to to speed up that process yeah 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 absolutely well look i mean it's uh I'm not meant to have favourites, but I would say that um, Oxitech's one of my personal personal favourites. I think, I think you know, you, you're a really shining example of exactly what agricultural technology should be doing. Um, and, uh, I, it, you know, it's a real pleasure for me to see how well everything's going. It, it really is. Is is there anything else you, you want to flag? I mean, we've covered quite a lot, but um, anything else you want to flag or um, before we kind of wrap up? No, I, I, thanks, Tom, for those kind words. I'm, I, all I would say is that, um, you know, watch this space, really. I'm, I'm hoping that uh, as we get more customers, um, which is happening really very much now, um, people are signing up and other systems will be working and hopefully that will cascade into, like, as I said before, all technology, new technology. Sometimes people require that level of confidence and if they yeah. see one or two farmers, you know, uh, it, it, you know it's a small world as we know farmers talk to farmers uh thank goodness they do and um hopefully they'll be talking about oxytech um in dairy and other places so and um uh, the future is very much about expanding what we're doing now but also getting into new areas and getting into larger areas as well because food processing obviously if you get into the sort of factory level food processing um then uh 
then the equipment gets much bigger and um, the opportunity also gets much bigger. So really, thank you very much for giving us the opportunity to talk about it. Not at all. And I, and I think the point you made there is definitely a pertinent one for ag tech, um, which is that, you know, there is a tipping point And I think there's sometimes a bit of a lag because technology needs to be demonstrated and trialed on farms. Um, and I think farmers are a savvy bunch. And they tend to be quite wary of new technologies. But once you've demonstrated, if you've got something like OxyTech, which really delivers, once that starts to spread, the word of that starts to spread, um, and you've and you've earned the trust of farmers, you know, it, people, it tends to be an easier, easier opportunity to scale. That's right. Absolutely agree with you. Yes. Yes. Well, brilliant. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me. I'm sure you're very busy given given everything we've discussed. And um, I'm sure well, it sounds like we'll probably catch up another year and you'll be floated. <laughs> well, as I said, watch out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, Thanks you. a lot. 